Welcome to the You're Not Alone podcast show. This is your host, Danny Hampton, coming to you with another uplifting message of hope and inspiration. Boy, I hope that you're doing good because your boy's doing well. Let me tell you something, family. I'm pumped up today. I'm back in the series. He spoke to me, part two. We're going to be back in 1 Kings, but this time we're going to be in chapter 17. I know I started the story a little bit backwards because I want to get to this part. Then we're going to eventually get to part three. I told you I'll be doing this series. He spoke to me. Remember this, whatever's on your heart, whatever's on your mind is on God's heart mind as well. And God loves you with everlasting love. I want you to stay in there, stay encouraged. Let me tell you some podcast family. I love you. And guess what? Like I told you in this season right now, we're just going to be praying. I was going to be praying for the persecuted church, asking God to bless the persecuted church, because guess what? This word, this message, because we're in the kingdom, it goes all around the world. So we need to be praying for the persecuted church. We need to be praying for the people who persecuted the church and that they will uh, be blessed. Thank you, Brother Luis. I love you. Thanks for what you said. I love you. Thank you, brother. Understand that God is a good God. God is a faithful God. God can do anything and everything. Check it out. We're going to be talking about he spoke to me. I want you to see how rare and how special it is for the word of God and how the word of God prevails when he speaks, things happen. So I want to let you know, like I said, I'm not going to spend so much time focused on what the podcast show has been listened to because the message goes into places where, guess what, where uh, people are being persecuted at. And so I want to tell you that God is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all that we can actually think because this podcast show started three years ago. One person, just me, and see what God has done. God has made this into a family, international family. We got members all over the world who listen to the podcast, whether they listen on Apple, uh, Spotify, Transistor FM, whether they watch on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, or now I do the prayers on TikTok. Now, what I'm getting ready to do on TikTok later on today, I'm getting ready to drop some prayers about in his time, see, because a lot of times uh, we go through things and we expect it right now, but we don't understand that God is a in his time God. So I'm going to be talking about that. I'm being encouraged people to hang in there when it gets tough, because sometimes, guess what? Toughness, guess what? All it does is just produces patience. So you won't be lacking anything. You read the book of James chapter one. And sometimes we go through seasons of difficulties where it appears that things just not working out. And it seemed like everything that you do is failing. But I'm here to tell you that's a lie from the pit of hell. Because what a God has purpose and plan for you is all inside of you. Did you hear that? It's all inside of you. It's ready to come out of you. You just got to tap into it. And how you tap into it, you tap into it with your faith. Your faith is your trust is that whatever God says, according to his word that he would do. God said, I would never leave you nor forsake you in your hour and time of need. And right now, it could be a time of need so perplexing in your life that you feel like, man, God, if you just don't come through, I'm going to die. But let me tell you something. You're going to live and you shall not die because God has destined you to succeed. Understand this. You're not here for a season. You're here for a reason. You were created for a reason. I'm talking about you might not know it now, but there's something that God has for you to do. All God needs is one person who would believe in him, who would trust him enough and believe that he can do it because God works in impossibilities, bringing impossible possible. Guess what? Everything starts with a thought. This was a thought from the Holy Spirit about this podcast show. 
I didn't know that it was going to happen. I didn't know I was going to be meet my friend, Pastor Nathan. He was going to help me launch this podcast show and help me launch Christ Redeemed Church. Didn't know. Guess what? Because God just wants you to take that first step, that step of faith. Guess what? You know, as being a church planner in the city of Chicago and you start a church from scratch, that means that guess what? Hey, it's all up to God. Ain't up to me. It's God's plan. It's God's will for people's lives. Guess what? And we're believing for God to open doors in the South Chicago area that no man can shut. Did you hear that? That's what we're doing. We're hoping and we're knowing that God is going to do it because guess what? Everything belongs to God. We know we're not doing this on our own. We're doing this because we have felt led by the Holy Spirit. Did you hear that? We feel led and nudged by the Holy Spirit to do what God has called us to do. This is the only way that we can do it. We can't do it in our own strength. Anything that you do in your strength will crumble. But guess what? If it's of God, check it out. That's what Gamaliel told him. He said, if it's of God, you'll be fighting against God. And guess what? This thing that we're doing, Christ Redeemed Church in the city of Chicago, it's all God. So we're not fighting with God. We're just letting God have his perfect time. And like I told you, if you get a chance to check it out on TikTok, I'll be talking about it in this time because I want you to know, even in the book of Galatians, I'm just going to give you a little glimpse. Then we're going to dive into he spoke to us. We're going to be talking about Elijah. In Galatians, it says, in the fullness of time that God sent forth his son. Did you hear that? Into the world. God didn't send forth his son in Abraham's day. He didn't send him in Moses' day. He didn't send him in Joseph's day. He didn't send him. He sent him at the appointed time. See, there's a appointed time for the release. And I'm here to tell you, guess what? We're going off today. We're going to be praying, like I said, from now on, we're going to be praying for the persecuted church because guess what? God has blessed us to go into places where the gospel shouldn't be preached at. Did you hear that? And that's all through the airways. Did you hear that? That's what God does. God opened doors. Guess what? I'm in Chicago, but guess what? This word is heard in some of the darkest places in the world. Did you hear that? That's us. And that's why we got to be praying. We got to be praying for one another. We got to be praying that God will bless the people. So let's pray. Oh, precious Father, in the mighty name of your Son, Jesus Christ, just thank you for the day, Father. We pray for the persecuted church, Father. We pray for all those who have been persecuted, but they're standing in faith, Father, in you, Father, in perilous of times, Father. But guess what, Father? We got something radical we're going to ask you. We're going to ask you for those people who are doing the persecutors, the persecutors, Father, that you would turn them, Father, and that they would become children of God, Father. Just as we look in the book of Acts chapter 16, when Paul and Silas was in prison, God, what did you do? That Philippian jailer, what did you do? You brought him into the family, him and his whole family. At midnight, Father, you can do it at any point in time any time of day that you can bring them into your kingdom, Father. I pray, Father, for your kingdom today, that your word just replenish and touch people's hearts all around the world today. Father, and we pray for our brothers and sisters, Father, who don't have the freedom like Danny have or other believers have to hold the Bible in our hand, to be able to put our face out there. Father, I pray that you bless and fathers for those who are in the background, Father. I pray for all your children, Father. I pray for everyone who needs to hear from you, but needs to hear from you in a present way, Father, in a tangible way, Father. It says in John chapter 15, it says, ask, Father. And I'm asking you, Father, that you would bless your children, Father, in a tangible way, with meeting their needs, Father. Show up for them, Father. 
Let them see the glory and the majesty of who you are. In Jesus Christ of Nazareth name, amen. And like I tell you, family, I'm very specific about this Jesus Christ of Nazareth. I'm talking about the Jesus Christ that, guess what, that went before the Sanhedrin, who went before Pontius Pilate, who went before Herod, the one they ridiculed on the cross. That's who we glorify. We glorify the Son of God. The, the, the voice that came from heaven when he was baptized in the Jordan said, this is my beloved son who I'm well pleased with. That's who we're talking about today. Like I said, we're going to be, he spoke to me part two. Like I told you, I know yesterday I started in 1 Kings 18. And now, Danny, you're going to go to 1 Kings 17. Why you didn't do 17 first? Because guess what? There's a madness to Danny Hampton. Let me tell you something. I want you to be encouraged. I want you to know that God can speak to you. Because when I told you in 1 uh, Kings 18 that it didn't rain, right? And now he was going to announce it was going to rain. I'm going to tell you how it all came about. Because I want to keep you. I want you to understand this, that guess what? A prophet, we found out in the series of Abraham blessing affects the world, that Abraham was a prophet. A prophet is someone who hears from God directly and he speaks it to the people. And so Abraham's job was to raise up all the people connected to him in righteousness, that they would serve God and that their families would serve God. Because guess what? Abraham was going to be a blessing to the whole, the whole world. And today, the Abraham blessing still is in effect. So let's go to 1 Kings 17. Let's dive in. And Elijah, the Tishabit, in the habits of Gilead, said to Ahab, As the Lord God of Israel live, before whom I stand, there should not be dew nor rain these years except at my word. Understand this. Elijah is not speaking for himself. He's speaking for the Lord. He's speaking to a king who has power and authority. Guess what? To have him killed at that very moment. But he has enough conviction and enough trust and enough faith in his God to speak that word in season. Did you hear? Spoken to him. Did you hear? And guess what? God is going to do some things for him in this period. Understand this. In three years. Hey, brother Nathan. Hallelujah. Glad to see you. In three years, God is going to show up. God is going to do what this prophet said. Understand, it's a prophet, someone who hears directly from God. He speaks what God says. And to be a prophet, so when people say these types, understand what you're saying. You can't be afraid to say what God has said. And so he's going to say it just like that. And so also, you know, to my surprise, my brother, uh, Pastor Nathan, he just, he just sent the word amen, and that really touched my heart because guess what? Three years ago, it was him who came and said, hey, I'm going to help you. I'm going to set this stuff up, and, and he worked with me. And so as we dive back into he spoke to me, part two, 1 Kings chapter 17, I'm talking about Elijah. I want you to know that God does speak, and when he speaks, it's because things are getting ready to happen. Now, check it out. Now, when he speaks this, God is going to take him on an odyssey, on a journey, and God is going to be providing for him supernaturally. So for that person right now who don't know what to do, trust in God. Check it out. Then the word Lord came to him saying, get up, get away from here and turn eastward and hide by the brook a chariot which flows into the Jordan. 
and it will be that you should drink from the brook. I have commanded the ravens to feed you death. Did you hear that? Supernaturally. God told him to leave. Did you hear that? He's going to get up and God told him, I'm sending you somewhere. I got something that's going to happen for you dramatically. God is going to show him how he truly works and how he can provide for him. Guess what? It's not going to rain on earth for three years and six months. And this man is going to be provided for, not just him. I ain't got to the good part yet because there's some good stuff in 1 Kings chapter 17. I want you to be encouraged. Check it out. So he went and did according to the words of the Lord. Obedience is better than sacrifice. Did you hear? God told him to do something and he went and did it. Did you hear? It says this. So he did according to the word of the Lord. For he went and stayed at the brook of chair, which flows into the Jordan. Understand this. The Jordan. Guess what? We know in the book of Joshua that Joshua is going to the promise. They crossed over the Jordan. Understand this. Provisions is right there because of God. Check it out. Here we go. Understand this. Ravens is a, is, a, is, a, is a bird, right? But also a selfish bird. But this bird is going. To, these birds are going to do something that God show you that if God can speak to a human, He can speak to birds too. Check it out. And the ravens, not just one, said ravens brought him bread and meat in the morning, and bread and meat in the evening, and he drank from the brook. Did you see that? God was taking care of him supernaturally. All day long, that's God at work in his life. Did you hear it? They brought him what? Not just in the morning, they made sure he had something to eat and go to bed with. And it was going to be a drought in the land. You know what a drought is? A drought is going to be a famine. That means it's going to be what? A scarcity. It's not going to be a lot of anything. Now check it out. And God knows this, but God also is going to use him to show someone that he's God and that God works in impossibilities, bringing impossible possible. Check it out. And it happened after a while that the brook dried up because there had been no rain in the land. Did you hear that? It dried up. What I'm going to do now? Check it out. He spoke to me. Understand this. He spoke to him and God is going to speak again. Did you hear? God is going to speak again. So I want you to see it in verse number eight. Then the word of the Lord came to him saying, arise, go to Zerapim, which belongs to Sidon and dwell there. See, I have commanded a widow there to provide for you. Did you hear that? A widow. Did you hear that? Not some man, someone who don't have a husband. I got a widow there who's going to. All of this is all in faith. Without faith, it's impossible to please him. He that cometh to God must believe he's rewarded those that do it to seek him. You got to know that God can do it. And so check this out. Everything that he's doing is not of his own. It's because he spoke to him. Who spoke to him? God spoke to him. Everything he's doing is doing at the command of God. He's being obedient. So check it out. This is what he did. Because when I get into part three, I'm a, we're going to talk about something different. But I'm going to still be talking about my man Elijah because he, he's not going to hear from God. Let me tell you something. But when we, that's when we get to 1 Kings 19. We get That's going to be coming up pretty soon. So he arose and went to Zerapin. And when he came to the gate of the city, indeed, a widow was there gathering sticks 
And he called her and said, please bring me a little water in a cup that I may drink. Did you hear that? There's a scarcity. All this is by faith. He's asking her to do the impossible. Guess what? She's a widow, ain't got no husband. Guess what? Ain't no link card. That's if you know what that is in America. Ain't no social security, ain't no disability. She just out here trying to make it as a single parent, showing you, guess what? God take care of single parents too. Check it out. Hallelujah. I want you to get excited with me because I'm excited. I'm pumped up. I got something for you to say today. I want you to hear. Check it out. And she was going to get it. And he called to her and said, please bring me a morsel of bread in your hand. Now he's really stretching it right. He, water is a scarcity. It ain't raining. And guess what? Now he's going to ask for some food. Now check it out. Here go testimony. Let me show you. Whatever's on your heart, whatever's on your mind is on God's heart and mind. Because guess what? This woman has something on her heart and mind. Because guess what? She's thinking so to the point that guess what? It's all over. That's why on TikTok, I don't be talking about it in this time. Because guess what? Right now, it to her, it appears that life is over with. Don't give up on yourself. Keep on believing. Keep on fighting the good fight of faith. Don't give up. Right, brother? They can't give up. You got to fight the good fight of faith. Check it out. So she said, as the Lord your God live, I do not have bread, only a handful of flour in a bin and a little oil in a jar. She said, hey, I ain't got none of that stuff. Say, now you really, you really pushing it. You know, you asked for water. Now you asking for food. Did you hear that? Now check it out. Boy, let me tell you something. God always shows up when he speaks in the Bible. That's why I'm doing this series. He spoke to me because I want you to understand when God speaks, things happen. So check it out. Now, he's going to push her, going to push our faith because it's all about faith. Understand this. Your faith moves God. Check it out. That means I trust you, God, when I don't see no way out. I trust you, God, when I don't know how to pay the rent. God, I trust you, God, when I don't know how to pay the card note. I trust you, God, when ain't no food in the house. Hallelujah. Check it out. And so check it out. Here we go. So she said, as the Lord live. I do not have bread, only a handful of flour in a bin and a little oil in a jar. And see, I'm gathering a couple of sticks that I may go in and prepare it for myself and my son that we may eat it and die. Did you hear that? Yeah, he's about to give it up. He thinks it's over, but guess what? It ain't over with because guess what? God is, God is at work. Understand this. God is at work. Understand this. This woman had been crying out to God, and God decided, hey, I'm going to show her who I am. And guess what? She going to have skepticism about the man of God because some things got to happen to her, too. Because guess what? This right here, this miracle, what God is performing for her, she just ain't going to truly get it until something else dramatically happens. Boy, I know I'm going off. I got something to say. Here you go. I want you to see it. And it says, now here go the man of God. Check it out. You talking about somebody speaking for God, Elijah brought it. Understands the book of James says he was a man just like us. He prayed earnestly, it didn't rain. Did you hear? He was a man just like us. He prayed. That meant that guess what? You had the ability to get results in prayer. Check it out. Here we go. For thus say the Lord God of Israel. Who did he put it on? God of Israel. That's who he put it on. He said, For thus say the Lord, the God of Israel, the bin of flour should not use up, nor should the jar of oil run out until the day that the Lord sends rain on the earth. Did you hear? Raining down manna. Did you hear God? 
No, I'm talking about, I'm talking about in the Old Testament. In the book of Exodus, God fed them with what? Manna, right? Guess what he's doing? He's feeding them supernaturally. Get said that guess what? What you got ain't going to run out until the what? Until the Lord sent rain. Just like God told them, guess what? When they crossed the Jordan and said, after they were circumcised, then it was time for them to enter. Guess what it said? It said the manna stopped. So guess what? God is going to provide for them just as he provided for the children of Israel in the wilderness. He's going to provide for them right now. Did you hear? And guess what? Until he sent rain on the earth. That's his promise. Hey, I got you. Then God had him in the wilderness. He got he got you right now. I know right now it seems like it's impossible. Danny, I want to give up. Don't you give up. Keep on fighting the good fight of faith because God got you. Here we go. I want you to see it. And as we go ahead on, so she went away and did according to the word of Elijah. And she and he and her household ate for many days. Did you hear that? Check it out. Then the bin of flour was not used up, nor the jar or run dry, according to the words of the Lord, which he has was spoken by Elijah. Didn't God keep his word? I keep trying to tell you God's promise. Keep, he keeps his promises, boy. Don't give up on yourself. I know right now it seems like things ain't working the way that you want them to work. I know that God is at work. Guess what? That's what I'm be talking about in his time, boy. Guess what? It all happens. It's time. Like I told you, when I go off, I'm going to be talking about it because guess what it says in Galatians? In the fullness of time, he didn't do it until it was time to the Roman pact spirit. That's when he brought his son in. Check it out. I want you to go ahead. I want you to see verse 17. Now it happened after those things that the son of the woman, check it out, who owned the house became sick and his sickness was so severe that there was no breath left in him. Did you hear Understand this. God's been providing for them for a pretty long time. And guess what? When you thought that she didn't had enough, guess what? Something else going to happen. Guess what? Son going to die, but guess what? Power of God. Hallelujah. Guess what? You want to see what prayer looks like? I want you to see it. Understand this. Prayer is, guess what? Not giving up. When all hell has broken out, when all hell is coming against you, means you're just going to stand there. You're going to trust God. So she said to Elijah, what I have to do with you, O man of God, have you come to me to bring my sins to remembrance and to kill my son? Did you? What happened? Ain't y'all been eating every day? See, that's what happens. Let me tell you something. We blame God when it's bad and we celebrate God when it's good. Guess what? There was a drought. There was a famine in the land. Guess what? It says her and her household. They ate. God was taking care of them. And now here comes a situation so severe, son. It's dead. So check it out. I want you to see it. Verse 19. And he said to her, give me your son. Did you hear? So he took him out of her arms and carried him up to the upper room. What do you think about the upper room? What do you think about the upper room? Think about the book of Acts. Guess what? It says on the day of Pentecost, Holy Spirit fell. Like fire on them. Check it out. Won't you see? It? And he said to give me your son. So he took him out of our arms and carried him to the upper room for where he was staying and laid him on his own bed. Did where he slept at? Put him on his own bed because guess what? That was his prayer chamber. You know, I'll be talking about the night watch. Guess what? Do you know what that meant? That meant Elijah was laying on his bed at nighttime talking to God. God, I need you. 
God show up for me. God, what you going to do? Let me tell you something. He on the run from Ahab. Or Ahab wanted to get him. Let me tell you something. Ahab looking for this man because this man was terrorizing Israel. But like I told you once before, whenever Israel stumbled and fell because they was in disobedience to God's word, they were keeping the commandments. We found that out yesterday. Check it out. I want you to see it. So I, I want you to see what he did. This is what he did. This is prayer. This is prayer at the most. Then he cried out to the Lord, said, Oh Lord, my God, have you also brought tragedy to the on the widow with whom I lodged by killing her son? He said, God, what are you doing? Boy, are you talking about getting excited? Boy, if you ain't excited with me, I don't know what you excited. You hear you talking God? He ain't hiding how he feel. God, what's going on? Check it out. And he stretched himself out on the child three times. Father, Son, Holy Spirit. Check it out. And cried out to the Lord and said, Oh, Lord, my God, I pray, let this child's soul come back to him. Did you hear? If you don't think God hears, I want you to see right here. I'm getting ready. I'm getting ready to close this thing out because I got to do some other stuff. Check it out. I want you to see it. Then the Lord heard the voice of Elijah. Let me go back. I told you certain things. I'll read it twice, three or four times. I want you to get. I want you to know that God hears prayer. Here we go. Then the Lord heard the voice of Elijah, and the soul of the child came back to him, and he revived. Did you? Who heard him? The Lord heard him. He spoke to me, and guess what? God was listening when he started speaking to God. Check it out. I want you to see that this woman, at this moment, everything else might have seemed like hocus pocus to her. But this right here declares that this man was sent by God. Check it out. I want you to see it. As we go on down to verse 23. And Elijah took the child and brought him down from the upper room into the house and gave him to his mother. And Elijah said, see, your son lives. Could you imagine the joy of that mother? Boy, you, boy, I'm on edge today, boy. I got something to say. Check it out. Now, here's the pinnacle moment of it all right here. It hinges on verse 24. Let me tell you something. This woman, not because the, the flower, the oil. It was because her son was resurrected like old Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ of Nazareth, like I tell you, like the people said, I'm talking about Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Guess what? Like I said, the same Jesus who went for the Sanhedrin, went for Pontius Pilate, went for Herod, the one they ridiculed on the cross. That's who I'm talking about. The one that raised Lazarus from the dead. Here we go. Then the woman said to Elijah, now by this, I know that you are a man of God and that the word of the Lord is in your mouth. It's truth did you hear that she said without a doubt i know what you say comes from god i want you to see the word is the, the word is the bible the word of god this is, i want you to get it if you can get this in your spirit you'll be so excited all them problems that you think of problems you won't be worried about it check it out here we go then the woman said to elijah now by this i know that you are a man of god and that the word of the lord is in your mouth is the truth. This Bible that I'm holding in my hand is the truth. Boy, I ain't talking about me. I'm talking about the word of God. This Jesus, 
This is life, his testimony. All about him coming, going to the cross to guess what? To die for mankind, to put you in right relationship with God, but also to make you be a child of God, also to give you eternal life. And guess what? In John chapter 15, verse 7, he said, if you abide in me and your word abide in me, you can ask me anything and I'll do it for you. I want you to take time out, be praying to God, thanking him for his son because his son did it. He said, be of good cheer because I overcome the world. I know right now, don't feel good, but you got to know that God is at work. Let's pray. Oh, precious Father, in the mighty name of your son, Jesus Christ, just thank you for the day, Father. We pray for the persecuted church, Father. We pray, Father, for all those who need you. Pray for those in the hospital, Father, those who are in prison, those who, Father, just feel annihilated, those who are thinking about committing suicide, Father. We ask you to bless them. We ask you to turn their situations around, Father, because you can do it, Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Father, ask you to bless your children today. In Jesus' name, amen. Remember this, whatever's on your heart, whatever's on your mind is on God's heart and mind as well. God loves you with an everlasting love. Remember, God works in impossibilities, bringing impossible possible. Get ready for part three. He spoke to him. going to be in Elijah. We're going to be in First Kings again. We're going to be in chapter 19. Let me tell you something. Because when I get ready to talk about part three, you know what's going to happen? It's going to be discouragement coming. Because guess what? He didn't speak to him, so he's going to take off on his own. Boy, that's all I'm going to tell you. I want you to have a blessed day. Talk to you later. Bye-bye. Love you.